Hello, everyone. This is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awakened Tarot Podcast. And I am finally, finally getting to record. It's literally like typically I record these podcast episodes, you know, maybe like on like a Thursday when I when I have the day home with Evie or um, like on a Saturday during her nap. Usually it's not this last minute. So and I told Gabe, I was like, okay, it's going to be I'm just going to go in and record this because we've been away um, this weekend. I was like, okay, I'm going to go record this really quick. And of course, I'm going to pull a minor arcana card. It's going to go snap, snap, snap. Nope. Pulled a major arcana card today. Um, But to start out the episode, I mean, y'all, what can I say? Um, Abortion bans across the country in Oklahoma. Um, They're working on one in Tennessee. Florida um, has just signed a abortion ban against abortions after 15 weeks. Obviously, things in Ukraine are not going well. Like, I know that this is a lot of people's least favorite part of the podcast, and I don't even want it to be a part of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want current events to be part of the podcast, but it just doesn't feel morally right to me to go into, I don't know, and, 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 you know, like your morals don't have to be my morals and how I feel does not have to be how you feel. If you have a podcast or you do a thing that you don't immediately jump into your social studies part of the podcast at the very beginning in regards to current events, that's okay. I'm not talking about what you should do or anything else. I'm simply just talking about what feels good and right to me and what feels good and right to me is just to mention these things, you know, start of the episode, the part of the podcast everyone listens to right away. I say a lot of shit on this podcast and, you know, but not everything is or needs to be about me. And that's that's the current events part. And I think tarot is a very big reflection of humanity, you know, and I'm saying I'm saying all of this because I don't know if some people know that, like, I can read their messages. Like, I mean, like, I'm sure that they do, but like. I don't always respond. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't even know. Gabe may take this out. He may deem this unworthy, but like. I, I hear what some of you are saying, that you don't like the current events part and that you want tarot to be separate from the rest of the world. I hear you and I hear what you're saying. That's just not how I read tarot. And it doesn't have to be how you read tarot, but it is how I read tarot. Um, I feel like very, very heavily that because there's a thing called collective energy that we are very, very much influenced, whether we watch the news or don't watch the news by what's there. And um, so, yeah, I think it's important just to touch on it really quick. I'll try better to not jump into a sermon about it. I know that I can get really like soapboxy and I know that about myself. So I'll try harder not to do that. But I am going to start off the episode with talking about the really, really important things in the world that aren't just like what's happening with my podcast and what card I have pulled. That's just for me. So Moving on from there, um, housekeeping stuff. Um, this is for my husband. This is a little gift to him. He wrote a song a couple years ago um, called The End. He wrote it um, before we got engaged all the way back in like 2018. And uh, we had this huge fight um, where we almost actually broke up. And we were like talking about how do we divide this house because we had lived together for several years. How do we divide our house? How do we... What do we do with our sweet pets, Rue and Apollo? What, how do we navigate the situation where we have built an entire life to be together and now we're unsure what's next? And, you know, when it came down to it, like we could not be without each other. And Gabe wrote this song called The End. And then about a year after he wrote it, I sang it. 
um, with him. So I sing on it with him. Um, it's under his artist name, G-K. That's G-K-A-E. And he, you know, like, since having Evie, it's been a lot harder for him to work on his music. But he's really, really worked hard on the things that he has been able to release in a little over a year. So if you are looking for some new music, if you're looking for a little alternative singer-songwriter song, um, The End by GK, G-K-A-E. I'll put a little link in the show notes if you're interested. Yeah, just proud of him. And he doesn't know I'm doing any of this and he may take it out. I don't know. Who knows? So now we are going to jump into the card. I'm really excited to talk about today's card. I was actually really surprised that we had not already done this card, y'all. Like, super surprised. But this is card one in the Major Arcana. Card motherfucking one. It is the Magician. Uh, I love the Magician, and I don't pull them very often. I do not pull this card very often. Actually, I say that, and I pulled it like two days ago, but it was the first time I'd seen that card in like a year, and here it be again. Um, so, you know, I use the Smith Rider weight deck, and this card is, it's uh, this person, and they have the infinity symbol over their head. There are vines growing seemingly out of the sky over them. Uh, they have one arm up holding a wand. The other arm is pointing down um, to signify as above, so below. In front of them is a table with a pinnacle, a cup, a sword, again, um, and a staff. So there's also the wand staff, like, on the table, um, even though they are holding a wand out in their hand as well, like a little baton. And under the table, like what is above them, is also a bunch of plants. So again, above the magician, there are plants in the sky coming out of the air, and there are plants below them as well, once again, to signify the manifestation in magic that is as above, so below. I want to start off with the magician One of with one of my most favorite questions a student of mine has asked me in regards to tarot. And that question was, why do we, if the high priestess is all about intuition and internal and knowing what was, you know, just this knowing, why do we from fool, why do we not go from fool to high priestess and then magician? Why do we enter magician first? I love that question. It is such a fucking good question. And I have a me answer. I don't know if this is everybody's answer, but this is this is my answer to that question. And I think that it says a lot about the process of the lifeline, but I also think that it reflects a really cool part of us as well. Okay. So if the fool represents our soul, the energy that it, you know, the energy that has always been here and will forever be here forever and ever and ever. Amen. It's the energy that we will, that cannot be created or destroyed. It's the energy that has encompassed everything and everything that was and everything that will be going forward because energy cannot be, again, created or destroyed. So um, it's this recycled, reincarnated, this soul energy. That's the fool. We enter the magician from the fool because to fully be able to root ourselves in knowledge and in life, because the soul matter, that's not life. That is energy. That is major arcana. That is source energy. That is spirit. That is above us. To really understand life, the lifeline, life 
in general, life as a person, the absolute beauty that is humanity or even just living as a plant bug, whatever, the first thing you have to do is root into the ground. That is the magician. To be human is to develop a consciousness in a body and root into that body so that you can live it. You know, when we are born, the first thing we have to do after we come out of the womb is one, we are tabula rasa. We know nothing. We have to learn everything. How does breathing work? How do our toes wiggle? How do we see? How do we breast or chest feed or bottle feed? However, we we are nourished as a baby. We have to learn all of those things. We have to learn who our parents are. We have to learn how to trust. We have to learn how to ask for what we need. Um, all of those things, we have to use the tools in front of us, simply like the magician standing there using the tools in front of them to root themselves into this body so that once they are rooted into the body, once we have met and we know how to have our needs met and we know how to work our physical manifestation, hello, magician, that's when we can start, okay, now I am safe enough to learn, to go inside, to dream to have thoughts and feelings and an unconscious and a subconscious, uh, all of those things that matter so much in the in the high priestess, in the magician, we are literally learning all about our physical world and the tools and things we have around us. The magician itself, when you're looking at the card, I said a thing earlier, and it's a huge part of the of the magician itself. It's as above, so below. The magician is pointing up with a baton that seemingly has little yodes on the top and the bottom, which again is that God-touched word of God type symbology. And they're pointing down. So they are bringing what is above them, which is real, into below them, into the below, from, from above to below so that it can grow there. These things, a lot of people talk about this card in regards to manifestation and yes, to a certain extent, manifestation, you have to be careful with the concept of manifestation because there's that whole toxic positivity mindset of like, oh, if you're not positive enough, you're going to manifest your own pain, which is such bullshit. And it's, so, it's such an ableist mentality. It like makes me want to vomit all over my tiny, tiny little microphone. Um, that's not how it works. The point is that your words and how you... How you go about the world is going to create your reality, right? Manifestation is so much more than just our thoughts. So like, this is a very, very simplified example, right? I am sitting in my bed and I'm feeling in my body that I am hungry. And I think to myself, I have food in my fridge. And I think about the egg sandwich I want to make because I have all of the ingredients in my fridge. And I think about that sandwich and my stomach and my body decide that that sandwich would taste really, really good. So I get up out of my bed and I go make that sandwich my reality. I have not just literally alchemized food because you probably like have to cook the egg unless you're like super, super into raw eggs a la Gaston. Um, but that's alchemy. Like you're turning egg, you're like literally like denaturing the protein of an egg to turn it from a soft little yolky liquid snot blob into what is an edible form of an egg. And you're putting it on bread, which you've also like fucked the little protein stuff up in so that it's not soft, soft bread. It's hard, toasty bread. 
I mean, all of that is alchemy. You've just literally manifested yourself an egg sandwich. You thought about it. You wanted it. You felt how it would feel in your body. Then you did the second part of manifesting, which is get up and then go make the egg sandwich. That's the magician. (laughs) That is the magician. That magician energy is this is what I want. How do I make that happen? It's not simply just into the world. I have decided that I want an egg sandwich and then mystically and magically that egg sandwich appeareth before me like a burning bush asking me to take off my shoes. It doesn't work like that. The magician does involve some some like actual work, which is why you end up from full in first the magician. To pull the magician in a reading, again, this is card one, and card one is gift. It's aces. Whenever you think about ones in the tarot, you are thinking about the magician in each ace. In each ace. It's a really, really, really beautiful one stands alone. When you're in a 10 numeral, numerologically, that's not a word, pretend it is, um, one plus zero equals one. Tens are a completion of full circle moment. It's tens and ones are kind of the same, except tens are like in a different dimension. Like if you're like um, as above, so below type thing, like one dimension equals another dimension. You can also look at it that way. Um, when you are in a one, you can stand alone. It is a standalone gift energy, source energy. In The Magician, we are learning how to take that source energy and bring it into our body. Now, all of a sudden, we have a knowing and we have intuition. That's why we go next into the high priestess. It's why we start in The Magician. Pulling this card in a reading is this moment of, hey, what is a thing? <laughs> what is above you that you need to bring down? What is above you that you need to bring down into your body? Um, hey, you want to do your podcast again? Hey, like you took a break because you had a baby and you had really bad like postpartum depression and zero time because your baby was super colicky and you lost track of your podcast and then felt really sad about it. So you talk about that with your husband and your husband buys your microphone and then you do and then you do the podcasting thing like that is what do you want? Now bring it down. What do you dream? Now bring it down. In this reading, it is, you know, to pull it in a reading, it's asking you, what do you want? Bring it down. Or, or even if what you have in front of you isn't working for you, how can you use what's in front of you to get what you are wanting? It's an encouragement to look at what is in front of you. Use those tools to make what's in your mind a reality. So yes, manifestation, but it doesn't come without work. We don't just get things. We don't go full high priestess, empress, emperor. No, we go full magician. Learn, learn how to use, learn how to use your fucking five senses. Learn six senses. Um, learn how to do those things. Learn how to use things. You know, creation, manifestation, alchemy does not happen without personal drive. It doesn't happen without understanding your environment. It is kind of this, it's the first nod we have that to lead us to a point where we can actively use what's in front of us with complete success. We have to learn about the wands, the cups, the swords, and the pentacles. This card is our very first introduction to the tarot itself. Hey, you want infinite ability to 
open your mind and bring what is above, below, and really see inside yourself and others if they are open to that, you got to learn the tarot. Do you want to bring what's above, below? You got you to gotta learn these tools. You have to learn what's taught in all four of these suits. It's going to change your life. The transformed infinity symbol above their head. The magician is this foreshadowing of what you get at the end of the tarot, at the, at the end of the major arcana. It is a, now you have all of these things in front of you to create a much cooler, much more in-depth, much, <laughs> I don't know, I don't, just, you know, anything that you get <laughs> from reading tarot, from having that from opening your mind spiritually to even if you're even if you're, you know, atheist and you're really into elemental magic, anything you get from using energies and expanding that knowledge, that is the magician. It's this urge, this push, this, hey, learn these things. These things are going to really change you. They're going to transform you. But you have to start there. You can't start in high priestess. You can't start later on. We all have to start and all did start as teeny, teeny, tiny little babies who had to learn how to use everything around us. At one point, every single one of us, okay, let's put it this way. My husband taught himself, even though he did go to music college, but he dropped out. Love you, honey. I also dropped out. It's fine. Um, he had to teach himself how to use Logic Pro. He is a completely self-taught producer, so singer, songwriter, and musician, completely self-taught. If he could teach him himself that, then anybody could with enough drive and with enough tools in their environment. So sometimes this card is like, hey, you have enough tools in your environment to fucking make something happen. And sometimes it's like, okay, you're missing some tools to make something happen. How do you get them? What's the next, what's the next step? Ask for help. Get this form of education. Um, seek out grants or help or access where available. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you could probably tell in my voice I've had like kind of a chaotic day where I sat in a car getting screamed at by a toddler about Cheerios. The Magician's a really cool card. It is all of the aces in one. It is a not only a welcome to the Major Arcana, but it is a welcome to the tarot. Welcome to the world, motherfucker. Let's all learn together and you got to start there. Everyone's got to start somewhere. It is a it is buying a Lego set and having to put that whole motherfucker together. We all start here. And that's a really humbling and really important thing to know. Do I also I do want to point out that while this may sound a lot like we all have the same amount of hours in the day as Beyonce type thing where like that's true, but also Beyonce has like a lot of money and a lot of help. <laughs> um, it is kind of like we all can make something happen for ourselves. We just have to know what we have and we have to know what we don't have. And then we have to know how to get the things we don't have. That's it. We all start as babies. We all have to get somewhere. That is the magician or what I am going to talk about it in regards to tonight. Um, but as we all know, it is now time for me to once again pull out a snack for my child that she will inevitably not eat and throw in my face. It's the collective reading. Ha! The collective reading this week. 
Um, it's the reverse Queen of Wands, <laughs> which is another card, I think, very reminiscent of just kind of the magician, that magic, that as above, so below, that creating something out of nothing mentality. Love that for us. This coming week, the Queen of Wands is water and it is fire. It is absolute alchemical opposites. This is a person who in the middle of a desert was like, bitch, I'm going to grow an oasis out of nothing. Also, my cat's here. Um, this is a really, really powerful card. It is a lot of times considered the witch of the tarot. This coming week, we are asked to trust that even if things are dry and barren, some sort of life is going to be there. Where you are is capable of thriving, even if you feel a little lost, hopeless, and like you've been covered in sand for ages. Um, there is life. There is ability to thrive, even if you feel stagnant, even if you feel like nothing's growing, even if you feel like you're ready to just give up and lay down. Um, don't, because you are more capable. You are more capable of magic and of life and of thriving than you think. This week, just remember that if things start to feel kind of bleh, give yourself some time because you are capable and things are going to get better and you're capable of thriving exactly where you are. So yeah, that is this week's episode. I am very excited for Gabe to edit it later and peace out on my end of the responsibility for the podcast, which is essentially just talking my mouth off. All right. I love you all. Bye-bye. Oh, hey, um, <clears throat> if you could rate, subscribe, and review um, I do not mind people giving me one star reviews if it is really what they think and really what they feel the quality of the podcast is like I'm all about people speaking their mind and all of that. Just please be kind and constructive. If you do um, decide to rate it down a lot, um, if you love the podcast, it really helps get the get the score back up um, and get it to other people who need to listen to it. Um, or would want to listen to it or would enjoy the podcast. Rate, rating, subscribing, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen is the biggest and best way to help any podcast or anything you listen to, especially if you really, really, really enjoy the podcast. Simply just starring it and you don't even have to write anything. That's a huge help. And again, like, I don't want to steer, I don't want to say don't one star review my podcast. Like, no, like part of putting yourself in the public eye is get, opening yourself up to opening yourself up to that. And that's OK. And I have to come to terms with that and have a little bit of a thicker skin. But what I am asking for is just kindness. I'm, I'm definitely not trying to hurt anybody and or step on toes or whatever else. So if you do, you know, like I want you to rate where your heart is. But if you do and you decide to write something, just kindly, kindly criticize. I will be receptive. All right, with that information, I am going to go drink a LaCroix if we have any left. Ta-ta.